Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quinn Questions Everything, the podcast, episode 7. Goal! Touchdown! The difference between football and American football. Hi, Mom. Hi, Quinners. This is going to be fun. Uh Uh-huh. You like football and football. Both, yeah. Right? And who just won the Rose Bowl? Oregon! Go Ducks! And we were there. We had so much fun, didn't we? Uh Uh-huh. That's so awesome. So I think before, and this is actually a special request from who? Jeff Roberts. So Jeff Roberts is actually a football coach, an American football coach in Seaside. That's cool. Isn't that cool? In Seaside, Oregon. So his wife is one of my best friends from growing up, and he submitted this question. He was the first question submitted, so this is super fun, Uh right? Okay, so let's get started with, I think we sort of need to define for the audience the difference between... Let's start with American football. How did it start? Well, a game between the Allegheny Athletic Association and the Pittsburgh Athletic Club took place on November 12, 1892. While the game was not an important event, one of the circumstances of the game made it a never-to-be-forgotten moment in sports history. What, what happened? What was it? One of the AAA players, William Pudge Heffelenfinger, was openly played $500 to play the game, which meant that pro football made its debut more than 100 years ago in a way that could not have been possibly provided the slightest clue to what American football had become today. Right, which is a huge game, right? Mm-hmm. The NFL is huge. The media rights are huge. The fan attendance is huge. They make big, it, everything. Big, everything is big. And think about it. He got paid. Hodge got paid $500. Do you know how much Drew Brees got paid like, last year? I don't know how much. $25 million. Oh, my God. the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Compare it to like $500. How much has that money advanced? (laughs) I know. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, $500. That's, you know, maybe Pudge was underpaid. 1892 was like, you know, money was still big, big, big in value. Yeah, well, now it's more. They call it inflation. We can dig into that on another podcast, Mm -hmm. okay? So let's keep going, Quinn. Do you know how football... Or football started. I do. Oh. So, I mean, I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, we they sort of football, football is kind mm-hmm. of known as the world's most favorite game, right? I mean, I like it. Everybody so. likes it, right? And it began mm-hmm. in 1863 in England when rugby football and the association football mm-hmm. branched off into different courses mm-hmm. and football association in England was formed becoming the sports first governing body did not know that nope neither did i (laughs) and the very early although they say that the very earliest form of the game was actually developed in second and third century bc in china that's that's not what i expected at all i know well before the han dynasty Mm -hmm. was the su chu dynasty and it consisted of or the game was sorry in the Han Dynasty, <laughs> there was a game called Su Chu, mm-hmm. and it was basically kicking a leather ball filled mm-hmm. with feathers and hair Ugh. through an opening that was only 30 to 40 centimeters wide. That's not as wide as a goal these days. Right, and it was fixed by long bamboo canes. Mm. And so each player was not permitted to aim at his target unimpeded. So that meant, like, you know how when they do the lineup, right, to, yeah. go, to do a penalty kick? Uh-huh. Right, that's kind of the same thing, that they're impeding this direct line to the uh-huh. goal. Right? And so that's sort of where it started. 
But then what ended up happening is, you know, the Romans, the Japanese, the Greek, mm-hmm. they all had their own version of this kicking a ball and only being able to use your feet. Well, that's cool. Right? I, I thought that was... expected that to happen. I know. Well, and you think about it, like, even in the most impoverished countries in the world, which is mm-hmm. why football is so interesting, is that they, you can, all you need is a ball. So there's lots of philanthropic organizations that actually give balls to mm-hmm. children all over the world so that they can play. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Mm-hmm. I love that. I always loved that um, when I worked on World Cup. Okay. So why is football called soccer in some parts of the world? We know it's often said to have begun in 1863 when England's newly formed Football Association wrote down a set of rules. At the time, it was the most widely played game of its kind in the country, but it wasn't the only one. Rugby football... Named after an English boarding school, which is kind of weird. Right. So <laughs> was a variation that allowed players to carry and run the, with the ball to advance it towards the goal. The game played under the Football Association's rules, thus became known as the Association Football. So I, I also think this is where it gets super interesting, right? Because linguistically, mm-hmm. it was a bunch of creative students at the University of Oxford in the 1880s that mm-hmm. created the distinction between mm-hmm. the sports of rugger, which was rugby, right? <laughs> That's a weird name. And a soccer, which was association football. Mm-hmm. And so association football then became further shortened to be called soccer and often mm-hmm. spelled S-O-C-K-E-R. Like the sock you wear on your feet and er. That's right. Isn't that? I thought that was so interesting. That's and weird. then the name, I think because it was short and easy to say, mm-hmm. spread quickly beyond the campus. Mm-hmm. But the interesting part is... In England, it never became much more than a nickname. Whoa, so that's why whenever I turn on Liverpool games in the morning, I always hear, like, welcome back to this beautiful day of football in England. That's right. So they never really used it. They always used football, which oh. was the origin of the actual of the actual sport. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. so, quinners. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to one of your favorite sports, which is feels like is on all the time in our house, every <laughs> Thursday, mean, Saturday, it's, it's Sunday. About to, it's, it's about to be again. It's about to be again, I know. Um, do you know, but it's also a big time of year because the Super Bowl is coming and it's going to be in Sunday. Miami, which Ooh. is going to be super fun because it's a warm climate. Whoever's going to Super Bowl is going to have a blast. I mean, I've learned that Miami has hosted 10 Super Bowls in the past and this is going to be chapter number 11. Really? Do you know mm-hmm. which Super Bowl, do you know what number Super Bowl we're at right now? It's 54 actually. Wow, you do know a lot of things. <laughs> okay, so, but do you know when the first Super Bowl was? The first Super Bowl was on January 15th, 1967. So not on regular Super Bowl Sunday, which is like the first Sunday of February. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the Green Bay Packers of the National Football League, the NFL, against the American Football League, the AFL's Kansas City Chiefs. 35 to 10, the Packers came out as victor- victoria the Packers came out victorious and it was later known as the Super Bowl, but mm-hmm. it was also called the World Championship. Hmm. And it was played in LA at the Memorial Col- Coliseum. Wow, that is really cool. I never expected it to be played in LA. I thought it would be played in like I don't know, where, <laughs> wherever it was. I know, right? It's unexpected. Mm-hmm. Either way, I know you worked on World Cup. Do you know when the first World Cup was? I did work on World Cup. I worked on a World Cup. That was my first job out of graduate school. That's so cool. In Japan and Korea in 2002. Oh, wow. Because I speak Japanese. 
right? Uh-huh. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. So it was super fun because I got to go work on World Cup. But the first World Cup, which we know is the FIFA World Cup, mm-hmm. was in 1930. Oh. And it was the it was in Uruguay. Mm-hmm. And it was actually the World Championship for Men's National, National Association Football. Okay, teams. that's a mouthful. It really is. I'm glad they just call it World Cup now. It's so much easier, <laughs> right? Instead of saying, oh, very let's hard go to watch say. blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. And now it, you, it's always in June, typically. But mm-hmm. then it was actually July 13th through July 30th. Oh. Yeah. And so FIFA's international government body selected Uruguay because mm-hmm. they were having a big kind of cultural moment in their country. And so they selected them. But what I thought was the most interesting thing about it is that it was the only World Cup where you didn't have to qualify. Okay, that would be very nice, this yeah. World Cup. Like, imagine USA walking in like, oh, let's go to the World Cup. And the people's like, okay, yeah, see you later. All you had to do was be an association affiliated with FIFA and you could raise your hand and you just had to say by February 28th that, hey, we're in, let's go. Yeah. Isn't that cool? That'd be so nice. Can you imagine if we did that for the Super Bowl? Like, yeah. I'm in. Let's, let's uh, play. I'm in. Right? Like, I'm, I'm going to play. It'd just be a bunch of mashup of teams. And that's right. Field that's and- right. Yeah. But also, what's in, the reason, because I think you looked into this, mm-hmm. is why is the World Cup every four years? Mm-hmm. And the reason for that is, and I'm going to help you out a little on this one because <laughs> it's a little bit complicated. Uh-huh. But essentially, at the time of World Cup, it's a very elaborate qualification process, as mm-hmm. you know, right? Because, and it was basically cost prohibitive, prohibitive, you know, logistics prohibitive to be able to travel for all the teams to travel every single year across the world to go to World Cup. I which, mean, that'd be hard. Right. Because, like, some seasons might be still going on and they can't have their full roster. And then it'd make the World Cup, like, delayed. And then it'd just keep going on and on. Yeah, exactly. So- but also, just the fact, the sheer fact of... You know, Super Bowl works because we all mm-hmm. live in the U.S., right? Yeah. And all the teams are based in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So they just have to travel back and mm-hmm. right yeah. to Miami or to Minneapolis or to any of wherever the host city is. And, like, it doesn't take that long. Exactly. But if you had to fly your whole team across the world, like, every single year. That'd be a lot. hard. That's a lot. Like, it would be really hard. You're flying from California to Thailand to, I don't know, Qatar to Brazil. Like, that'd be... Very hard. It's a lot to ask. Uh-huh. It's a lot to ask, right? Um, mm-hmm. So, Quinn, I have another final sort of question for you, <laughs> which you may or may not know the answer to. Cause I probably do since it, I was <laughs> very, paying attention in the World Cup. That's good. That's good. But mm-hmm. this is sort of not about the world. So there's a term for soccer where they call it the beautiful game. Do you know yeah. why they call it that? Uh, yes, I do, actually. O jogo bonito, Portuguese phrase meaning the beautiful game is actually popularized by the Brazilian professional footballer Pele. In 1977, he named his autobiography My Life in the Beautiful Game. And since, the phrase has been entered into the language as a description for football. So, guess what I did on my 28th birthday? Oh, what? I had my birthday party with Pele. Okay, that is uh, cool. Right? He, I'm so jealous. I know. There were 10 of us, and he sang happy birthday to me. Wow. Isn't that so fun? <laughs> I actually spent a lot of time with Pelé when I worked on World Cup because he was the ambassador for MasterCard, oh. and I was working on the MasterCard sponsorship of World Cup. That's pretty cool. So my friend Mar- Marissa mm-hmm. and my boss, 
for a period of time. Um, <laughs> she actually was the person that managed that program. So she would, I would get to go to all these things with Pillay and spend all this time with him. And in 2006, I took Daddy mm-hmm. to go watch a football game with Pillay in his suite. Wow. And we watched we watched World Cup game together. That's so cool. Wasn't that cool? I'm so jealous. I know. Had I been born like five years earlier, I would later. Later, yeah, <laughs> later. Not earlier. That'd be not earlier. <laughs> not, not that would be that would be tough to do. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I think we're getting close to the end, so I think it's time for some questions for you about yeah. what your favorite things are. So, who is your favorite football team? Soccer or football, I would say Liverpool. Liverpool. Me and Daddy watch their games almost every Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, that's true. You are a dedicated fan. There's no (laughs) doubt. Yeah. Um, Okay, and what about football? Uh, Definitely the New Orleans Saints. Let's talk about that. Why are you a New Orleans Saints fan, but we live in Los Angeles, and (laughs) you've never been to a New Orleans Saints game? I, uh, just because of one day in 2017 where me and my friend were actually watching the game between the New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings, um, at the Santa Monica Mall, aka the Third Street Promenade, and I saw them and I was like, come on, they were down 24 to 0, I'm like, come on, you can win, you know, because like I wanted to have the underdogs basically, mm-hmm. you know, come out victorious. Mm-hmm. And then what happened at the end of the game was a shocker. The my friend's team actually won the game with the seconds ticking away, five seconds, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds. Was that Jet? And, yeah. Yeah. It was. I remember. And they the defense just didn't play well on that play and they scored a last second touchdown and oh. it made me really devastated and ever since I've been a fan. <laughs> just needed the underdog. And then like your mom. In this playoff, they got knocked out in overtime, and there was a bad pass interference call yet again. <laughs> yeah. You know what movie I got to show you is what? Rudy. Rudy oh. is like the best football movie of all time ever. You're going to love it. If you like underdogs, you're <laughs> going to like Rudy. So I'm going to put that on the list of things we need to do. Okay. In addition to watching uh-huh. Star Wars, which we haven't done yet. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. So the last question, Quinn, for you. It's very Who important. Do want to win Who do you Super want to win Bowl? the Super Bowl? Oh boy! I mean, the Saints have been knocked out, mm-hmm. which I'm sad. Ooh. I know. But um, the remaining teams—the Chiefs, the Titans, the uh, Green Bay Packers, or the Seattle Seahawks—and um, the Forty Niners—I'd have to say. I want the Chiefs to win. You do? I want a rematch of Super Bowl one, the Whoa. Packers, and the Chiefs. Can you imagine? Wouldn't that be crazy? I mean, the Chiefs would probably go like, finally. <laughs> finally. Victory. Victory over I the know. Defeated That's the kind of amazing. Well, let's hope that happens. I'm going to cross I mean, my fingers. Yeah. Depending on if Green Bay wins today or not. I know. That, that we don't happen. know yet, right? The Chiefs won, but we don't know if the Packers won, right? No. So, well, I think we're going to find out tonight, so mm-hmm. maybe we'll see. All right, buddy. So our sources today were history.com, profootball.com, Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And what are we going to talk about next week? Sleep. Oh, well, why are we going to talk about sleep? Uh, Because I like sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) I've slept less since becoming a mother than my whole entire life. So I also like sleeping. (laughs) Um, But, you know, 
I think that also sleep, it's a new year. A lot mm-hmm. of people make resolutions to try to be healthier. And sleep is a very critical component of our overall health. It's how oh, your wow. body repairs itself at night. It's how you keep a good, clear, sound mind. So I am super excited to dive into this with you. Mm-hmm. And I think if for anyone out there that has any other topics that they might want to send to us, where can they find us, Quinn? QuinnQuestions, everything at gmail.com. And also, one last thing. We have breaking news. You can find us on one other platform, iHeart. Woohoo! We're very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that we're now on Apple Podcasts. So oh. that was sort of a late-breaking news flash as well for me today when I opened up our Anchor app. Mm-hmm. So... We thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, guys. We hope that you have a great week. And we'll see you back for episode eight. Sleep. That's right. We'll see you back for episode eight. Sleep. Have a great night.